foundational tools to develop a biblical worldview. Welcome to Mentoring Matters, a listener-supported program of SharonHearts.org. With the world's culture invading the church, it is vital that we establish some deeper roots in biblical truth in order to grow in grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. So join us now as we let the Word of God give us foundational tools to develop and maintain a biblical worldview. Hi, this is Sharon Hoskins. And this is Janie Ratzloff. And we are talking about defense mechanisms that we use that hinders God's Word. It hinders our Christian walk. It hinders us from growing in the Lord. And those defense mechanisms are the ways that we react to frustration and conflict in an effort to maintain our self-esteem and avoid anxiety. And so we've talked about denial, rationalization, projection, regression, repression, and we are now at reaction, Janie. Reaction is very obvious, but very, very subtle, because basically it's just going to the opposite extreme. So instead of responding to somebody, we'll react to them? Is that the same thing? Well, not exactly, but yes and no. Uh, Let's just say somebody's uh, accused uh, me of something. And so what I will do is I may have some feelings of uh, hostility towards that person. But instead of expressing that, I will cover it by being overly friendly. Oh. Now you'll think, well, that sounds like a good thing. Well, yeah, if my heart's right, it is. But if my heart's not right, then I'm just performing. I'm like an actress on stage. So these reactions Mm. are where we have unacceptable impulses, but we are not real in dealing with them from the heart. So we give out a behavior. So we're trying to save face, kind of, and save somebody's feelings at the same time, because we don't want to deal with the issue. And then a show that really what we were accused of wasn't really true at all. Okay. 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 So uh, uh, somebody uh, accuses me of being indifferent. So then I go around... uh, doing everything in the world that I can and almost waiting on them as though I was their servant. But my heart just says, I want to show you that I'm not indifferent. See, it's just another heart issue where we cover up the true of our heart. (laughs) I'm just amazed that how each one of these are just spilling over into the other one. (laughs) So like the next one's emotional insulation. and, And that's basically what we do in reaction. We're insulating our emotions right that's true because sharon it hurts so bad sometimes an emotional wound even though we may not have to have sutures we need sutures of the heart the bible says that the spirit in a man will sustain him in his affliction but a broken spirit who can bear? Mm, okay. And a broken spirit is definitely going to have broken emotions. And if we don't understand what you and I have taught for years, that feelings 
come from emotions, and emotions are triggered in what we believe. So when we have misbeliefs about ourselves as a person, we right. will always react wrongly. To insulate our emotions. emotions. Okay. So we're just trying to protect ourselves, and that's why we use defense mechanisms. These are all protection for ourselves, for our emotions, for our ego, for our feelings in some way. Yes. Now, let's give a positive response there. Sometimes these wounds, these afflictions that happen to us are not happening to us even because of us, but because Second Corinthians 1 says you're going through this for someone else to help someone else. Okay. And if we recognize, no, Lord, my heart is right before you, but I'm still going through this attack or this protection, we need to be sensitive that this is happening to us for someone else. And Sharon, when we recognize it, then the opportunity to exercise the truth of 2 Corinthians 1 probably happen within 24 hours. Okay. All right. So the next one is idealization. Yes, and that's kind of an identification of to where we overestimate the character or the abilities of another person. It's when a person assumes the ideas or the behaviors or the traits of another. We might call oh. this hero worship. Oh. Okay. To okay. Where, so we're kind of idolizing someone well, else. Well, I've been guilty of that because I look at you and I think, she can do IT. <laughs> she can be the host. Oh she can speak and ca- and bring into about three sentences what I have taken three minutes <laughs> to express. So I can look and I was like, Lord, why didn't you gift me the way you have gifted Sharon? And he says, I've gifted you where I've called you. And aren't you glad that I didn't ask you to do IT work? <laughs> So I could be very joyous and very relieved that I don't have to do that. Or here's more subtle. We can start to idolize a person that is a great teacher. We can spout off names. They're fluent. They're practical. They hold to God's word. and, And we know that they will be great in the kingdom. And then we look at ourselves and think, yeah, and I'm going to be a grain of sand on the seabed. And it really runs competition with Jesus Christ. And so how is that a defense mechanism for ourselves? Well, we can kind of excuse where we're lacking because we see this great person. And if we identify with them, then we become a part of them. And so what do we do? We spout them all the time. Oh, okay, okay, okay. okay. Um, Dr. So-and-so said such-and-such, and and that way you can see that I'm agreeing with him and I'm taking a part of him. And there's a good side to that because when you stand for a person that stands for truth and their life produces fruit, the Bible says we get to share in that. Okay. So you see, there is a negative twist to a truth of us sharing with someone in ministry and us then idolizing them. So it depends on the heart again. Do we sound like a broken record? My goodness, Janie. (laughs) All right. So then the next one is intellectualism. Oh, that's knowing it in the head and using it in the head as your means of not needing to go learn it in the heart. Back to the heart. Are you telling me already? <laughs> well, I'm sorry about that. Okay. I should have gotten two more sentences out. <laughs> but this this is where our universities 
have sold us down the river. If okay. we learn enough and we learn it from the head and we can speak it with authority as to this is truth, then I don't have to clean my heart up. I can still have anger towards you. I can still be wounded, all these other emotional and things. And I don't need God. Well, that's true because I can take his word and I can be God of the word and God doesn't have to get involved. I'll take care of it right. for you with my intellect. Right. This one is dangerous because this really does have a great influence on others. If I'm wounded and acting like a jerk, well, that may affect a few people. But if I'm in a university or if I'm in a pulpit, oh, Sharon, if you're in the pulpit, And you can speak fluent Greek and Hebrew Mm -hmm. and you know all the history and you can show how it ties in. But your heart isn't right because of one of these more subtle mechanisms. It's a dangerous place, huh? You can lead many, many, many astray because they get intellectually smart, too, and they don't have to deal with their heart issues. And the Lord says, Proverbs 4.23, guard your heart. Because out of it proceed all the issues of life. Well, you know, it seems like that those are the hardest people to reach are those who are very intellectually astute and and they're gifted and they are gifted in so many areas that it seems like they more rely on themselves than they do on humbling themselves before the Lord. So that can be a very dangerous uh, mechanism. And it can have many subtle forms. Idolatry can get into that. One precious person that does walk with the Lord recently told me that the gift that they had been given in music had become an idol to them. Now, the beauty is they were recognizing that and dealing with it. But if the person had just recognized that and not done something about it, then it would be suffering a death over a gift. Mm. And that would be the misuse of God's grace because he says he's given us all gifts, differing gifts. But it's for the edifying of the body, not for being puffed up with pride and claiming that gift as your comfort zone. Right. All right. Do you see how how twisted the enemy gets our minds in the way he uses us to defend where we don't want to go to the cross and say, Lord, teach me your ways. Mm -hmm. Reveal to me my hidden faults. Create in me a clean heart. Try me and know my anxieties and thoughts. Yes, yes. Yeah. So Sharon, let's let the scriptures cause us to examine our hearts. And I find right now that sometimes in helping to write myself, and I don't know where to go in the scriptures, it's a big book, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But if I go to Psalms and Proverbs, Proverbs will show me so much about a bad functioning conscience producing bad actions. But a lot of times it will give me the alternate. So Proverbs is great for balance. Oh, okay. Okay. And then Psalms is great comfort if you are woe as me, you're down on mm-hmm. yourself, or mm-hmm. you there's no hope. Right. And then if you're seeking Jesus Christ, go start off in the Gospel of John. He's spoken a lot there about who he is. Okay. So we've been given commands to follow, and God would not given them to us if he had not provided the means with which to fulfill them in us. Right, right. And these aren't laws to cause you to get bogged down. Mm-hmm. 
But these are commands that are an expression of our grateful hearts in love to Him as He strengthens us to mature, and then we will not be deceived. And that's why Mentoring Matters. Mentoring Matters is a listener-supported discipleship program of Sharon Hearts Ministry. Join a community seeking to grow in grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ with resource materials available for the journey at SharonHearts.org. That's S-H-A-R-I-N Hearts.org.